Hello everyone and welcome back to NBA Chats. I'm your host, Joe. And in today's video, we're going to be ranking all 30 starting NBA shooting guards. That's right. So last episode, we did point guards, and that was fun. So far, I only got one listen, so I don't really have much feedback from that, which is fine. Uh, didn't expect it. Today, we're going to go through shooting guards. Um, and these are based off of ESPN depth charts. So if there is uh, your favorite team, um, if a player that you don't think is starting for your team is on here, because it's because ESPN told me it was. So, yes. So if they're ranked lower than you think they should be, uh, potentially blame ESPN for that. I don't know. We'll see. Um, so let's just get right into it. At number 30, we have CJ Ellaby of the Portland Trailblazers. The only reason I have him here is because I don't really know much about him. And the bottom of the list is... Um, yeah, there's players that are actually pretty good. So I had to toss him down at 30. I just feel like I haven't really heard anything about him, really anything good or bad necessarily, so I don't know much about him, but he's apparently the starting shooting guard for Portland Trailblazers, and he is here at 30. At number 29, we got Austin Reeves uh, of the Lakers. Um, so it said the other day when I checked was the starting shooting guard. I don't know if that's the case anymore. I think it still is, but... Uh, yeah, don't know much about rookie Austin Reeves. He had a big, big shot earlier in the season, I'm pretty sure. So that's basically what put him above C.J. Ellaby. At number 28, we got Gary Payton the second, and I wanted to put him higher. Uh, his defensive ability would probably slot him higher than it, I probably should have. Probably, than I probably did put him. Um, but uh, Gary Payton's here. Doesn't have too much on the offensive side. I've seen a couple of good games on the offensive side. But defense is good. Uh, slides him above those two. Uh, and I wanted to put him higher. But uh, I decided not to. Uh, these next couple of players you could argue and potentially throw them over. But the shooting guard was actually kind of a decently deep position. So it was kind of harder to rank this one than the point guards for some reason. Next up at 27, we got Justin Holiday of the Sacramento Kings. That's right, he's there. Uh, Justin Holiday is a very up and down player. He's had great games in the past couple seasons. He's had some terrible games in the past couple seasons. Uh, it just depends on the night for this guy. Um, recently, he hasn't been great. I don't think he's really been very good since he joined the Kings, but uh, uh, because of his. Every once in a while, he has a great game. Uh, I slid him in at 27. 26, we got Terrence Mann of the Clippers. Terrence Mann, I've seen some good, I've seen some bad. Um, seems like he hasn't been quite as amazing as he was towards the end of last season. If I remember correctly, that was last season, at the end of last season or something like that. He was falling out, but um, he's still a great player, so. 26 is where he had to go just because of how deep 
the shooting guard position was. At 25, we got Isaac Okoro. Isaac Okoro has had some great games, some all right games over in Cleveland. Um, defensive dude. Uh, and yeah, just let him in here at 25. 24, we got Jalen Suggs, rookie. He hasn't. Uh, he hasn't done too much yet over there in Orlando. He's been injured and stuff, um, but uh, give him time. He's a rookie, so uh, it doesn't really. What am I trying to say? I just sorry. I just don't, totally zoned out. I was reading something. Um, <laughs> he's a rookie. He's got plenty of time to adjust and get better. Um, so he's got time. Uh, at 23, we got Contavious Caldwell Pope. He's had some pretty good games over there for Washington. But he's been his usual up and down self, similar to Justin Holliday, just slightly better, in my opinion. Which slots him in at 23, but you could probably switch him up a couple of the people below him if you wanted to. At 22, we got Jalen Green, another rookie who has been very inconsistent. But again, he's a rookie, and that's the whole purpose of being a rookie is being inconsistent and learning how to become consistent uh, and getting comfortable with that. At number 21, we got Devin Vassell. Honestly, I just slotted him here because I know he's pretty good, but I don't really know that much about him because I don't really watch Spurs games very often. Um, so he may be potentially too low. I may be underrating him, and I may also be overrating him. I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure it would be more underrating than overrating Um and actually, looking back at my list, I feel like he could jump up a couple spots if he wanted to put him there. But uh, like, I, like I said last episode, this is uh, my list. And if you have a different opinion, that's totally cool. And I think it's um, a good thing. I think it's a good thing we don't have all the exact same opinion, you know. <laughs> at number 20, getting into the top 20, we got Kevin Herter. Kevin Herter's been, a, again, another up-and-down player this season. Um, sometimes he's been a great fit alongside Trey Young, sometimes not so much. Uh, I don't really know what to think about him yet, but he was on my fantasy team for a little while. He played pretty well. He's averaging like 16 or something. So he slides in at 20. At number 19, we got Evan Fournier. Now I know he's been having a pretty bad season compared to his last couple, um, but he's still good enough, I think, to make the top 20, and I think this is a pretty good spot for him. Um, he's had some good games this season, but overall, pretty bad season for him. At number 18, we got Grayson Allen. Uh, Grayson Allen's been a pretty good fit up there in Milwaukee, but um, I don't know. I just felt like I couldn't really put him any higher than he is. Everyone above him deserves to be where they are, so uh, he slides in at 18. At number 17, we got Duncan Robinson. He started off awful this season, just not being able to knock down any shots, but he's since he has, for the most part, regained his uh, shot. So that's really good to see. Still that three-point sniper over there in Miami. And he's also up here because of the fact that Miami is a legitimate uh, finals contender and the number one seed. So that slid him up a couple spots too. Uh, number 16, we got Patty Mills. Patty Mills has been an interesting case this season. He's had some pretty good games, pretty interesting games. Um, but I just couldn't really put him any higher. So 16 is where he sits. All right, getting into the top half at 15, we have Cade Cunningham. Um, 
I would put him higher, but he's a rookie, and he's um, again everyone above him is fantastic. This is a super deep position, which I didn't really think so at first when I was like writing them down, and then as I started to rank them, I was like, wow, this is actually a really deep uh, position to rank. So Cade falls in at fifteen, um, a little bit inconsistent, but definitely a top contender for rookie of the year. Um, and there's only one rookie above him, so we're going to do it right now, actually. Number 14, Josh Giddy, youngest player in NBA history to drop a triple-double. He dropped two, was that right, two back-to-back, or three back-to-back? It was like, th- I feel like it was definitely more than two. It was like three or four back-to-back, it felt like. Like a whole week, I was just checking the box score of the Thunder game, and it was just triple-double, Josh Giddy, triple-double, triple-double. Like, whoa. Uh, and I just think of that meme of him <laughs> his weakness basically being everything uh when he was drafted um and he literally now does everything so josh giddy who is younger than me which is weird to think about uh <laughs> slides in at 14 um everyone above him deserves to be above him so at number 13 we have desmond bain but i kind of so I actually drew an arrow here, um, and I think it was more a maybe switch. Um, these next three positions can totally be swapped between each other. I feel like they're all right on the same level. So Desmond Bain could jump up to 11 uh, or to 12, um, but I slid him in at 13 when I was writing this down. At number 12 is Terry Rozier. Again, he could slide down or slide up, depending on what you think. And Jalen Brunson is at 11, and those are the three that I think are pretty easily swappable um, there. So if you wanted Desmond Bain at 11, that would make sense to me. If you wanted Jalen Brunson at 12, it makes sense to your at 13. Uh, that's totally makes sense to me. So I do have a little arrow there kind of depicting that for myself so that I knew uh, that those guys are kind of switchable. Um, that little area there is pretty, pretty close together in, in skill, I think. And then entering the top 10 at number 10, we got Tyrese Halliburton. Uh, Tyrese has been a great player. Uh, like, oh my God, when he got traded, I was just so upset at the pit, at the Kings, at the Pistons. Yeah, at the Pistons. No, at the Kings, I was very upset that they didn't trade De'Aaron and that they traded uh, Tyrese. But De'Aaron has been balling. I just dropped 44 tonight, which or this afternoon, which is pretty impressive. Um but uh, Tyrese, great young player. Uh, I can't wait to see where he goes. And number nine, we got Will the Thrill Barton. Will Barton just uh, secured the record for most threes in Denver Nuggets history with 769 the other night. So shout out to him. Uh, he's been an up and down player. He's always been an up and down player, but um, he has been a very, very, very big contributor, contributing factor to uh, the Nuggets being the sixth seed still. Obviously, Jokic is easily the biggest factor there, um, and by far. But without Will Barton and without Aaron Gordon and without Monte Morris and without Jeff Green and without DeMarcus Cousins all playing the way that they've been playing recently, um, or even the whole season in the case of Will Barton, Aaron Gordon, and Monte Morris uh, and Jeff Green, um, the recently, I guess, only applied to DeMarcus Cousins. <laughs> He dropped 31 last night, and I was so ecstatic. Uh, anyways, yeah, Will Barton gets the bump up because 
I think he's been a very underrated uh, reason why the Nuggets are still pretty dang good. At number eight, we got Gary Trent Jr. Now, Gary Trent has also been up. There's a lot of up and down players on this list. Um, definitely an interesting player. Uh, there, he's he dropped like 30 for like four or five games in a row, it felt like. And he's been kind of a little more silent more recently, but he's a great guy over there in uh, Toronto. And he also. I don't know if he is anymore, but at one point he was leading the league in steals. I think he went to Alex Caruso, and then I went. I don't know where it is now, but uh, could be him. Um, good on both sides of the ball there, with Gary Trent. At number seven, we got D'Angelo Russell. D'Angelo Russell has been another up and down player, um, but he's been a big part of why Minnesota's been pretty good recently, and a lot better than last season. He's had some great games. Sometimes he'll take over. Sometimes Cat will take over. Sometimes Ant will take over. But um, D'Lo is one of those dudes that every once in a while have a fantastic night. So for that reason, he slides in at number seven. At number six, you got Brandon Ingram. Brandon Ingram, former All-Star. Definitely, I think, in the future, we'll probably get another All-Star appearance. At least one. Um, very good young player. Um which has been very under the radar this season. And now with CJ there, um, he doesn't have as much pressure on him. So, yeah, I think this is a good spot for him. And number five, we got Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown is probably one of the top uh, all-star snubs this season. Um, but I don't really care about all-star snubs. I think everyone that made it deserved to make it, even Andrew Wiggins, believe it or not. Maybe not as a starter, but definitely it still deserved to make it. Uh, in my personal opinion, a lot of people don't think so, but I do. Jalen Brown is a fantastic young player on both sides of the ball and um, is a reason why the Celtics have been so fantastic recently. At number four, we got Donovan Mitchell. I wanted to put him higher, but he's been kind of under the radar this season as well, and the three above him have been fantastic this season. So, um, debatably fantastic this season. So, Donnie, Donnie goes here. Spider goes here. Um, although, ironically, he's the only the only NBA player who I own shoes of. I own some Dons. Uh, because I thought they looked cool. And I don't just normally drop a bunch, 100 bucks or more than that on shoes. So, yeah. <laughs> At number three, we got Zach Levine of the Chicago Bulls. Big reason why the Chicago Bulls have been a great team this season. Uh, obviously, DeMar is kind of the main reason, but Zach has still been fantastic there um, as one of the best backcourt duos in the league, if not the best. That's debatable um, for sure. You could say Chris Paul, Devin Booker. You could say um, James Harden and Tyrese Maxey at this point. Like, Tyrese have been great. Um Probably wouldn't be, no, not even probably. Definitely wouldn't be as good as Demar and Zach, but still be all right. At number two, we got Devin Booker. Devin Booker has been great. He's improved his passing ability as well. Uh, a few years ago, wasn't really a passer. Wasn't, didn't really get that many assists a game. He had like 11 or 12 the other night or something like that. Ridiculous. Been great. D-Book goes in at number two. And number one is James Harden. Um, 
I know a lot of people would put him lower because he was kind of meh in Brooklyn this season, but uh, now that he's been in Philly, he's been back to looking like freaking uh, Houston Rockets James Harden almost, and uh, that is a great sight to see. And I still think that he is the number one shooting guard in the league, uh, even though he kind of had a weird, weirdly slow, slowly weird start to that NBA season. But there you go. That's my top 30. It's not technically my top 30. There could be. There are definitely, actually, shooting guards on the bench somewhere that may be higher than other people that are on this list. But this is just the starting shooting guards according to ESPN depth charts. Um, because I had to pick one thing to keep, to keep, uh, keep everything similar, keep everything the same and based off the same thing. So for that reason, I just picked ESPN depth charts randomly because it was the first thing that I saw when I was looking around. So that's what we went with. Again, anything on that list could be totally swapped around depending on what you guys think. Uh, that's totally fine. But that was my list. Thank you guys so much for listening. And uh, we'll see you guys in the next episode where we rank NBA starting small forwards. Peace out.